Hi and welcome to Nuance Podcast with Logan and Yuja, where we seek to develop a space of vitality for nuanced discussion about fundamental principles of human connection. Our message is to think of and for yourself, to accept others and their thoughts, and to empower each other. Follow us as we follow our curiosity and enjoy the episode. I wanted to really talk about faith today. It was, um, it's been something that's developed in me over the course of this year. Yeah, me too. Um, and I know we've, we've spoken about God and religion um, in bits and pieces over the previous episodes, but I wanted to talk more about just faith itself, the concept of faith mm-hmm. and what it actually means to us yep. and how that may have transformed sure. because it is a huge, plays a huge role in how we live and how we have come to live and in the decisions that we're making right now in this moment. <laughs> Absolutely. Because we, we are running on faith right now. We're not running on any kind of concrete certainty, particularly financially. Yeah. Um, but when it comes to job-wise, um, uh, you crafting a career that you want to craft yeah. in theatre and other other areas of creativity that you're looking to explore. Yeah, essential oils and my, my art. Yeah, exactly. Mm. And um, we're, we're running purely on faith that these things are all working for us. Yeah. Well, we were asked, <laughs> we were guided to make these decisions. You know, we asked our higher selves and then we asked our angels mm. and we said, what's our next step? What does it look for us? We want to come away from Centrelink and we did and completely. <laughs> and we know there was a certainty that we were going to be taken care of. And so we're just going to trust that because you know what? Everything that's been, that's happened this year, especially, you know, we, like you said, we really practiced faith. Faith mm. has been something that's been paramount this year, something that's grown and developed into something that's kind of the, the running force of our lives. Yeah. Kind of has definitely um, taken the, the forefront, I guess, of our mm. beliefs um, because I don't know... I only know what I'm experiencing at this moment. Mm. I don't know what else is conspiring to help me or mm. to bring me down, you know, outside of my own immediate periphery. Yeah. And so, you know, when I want things to be going well, I just have to have faith that things are going well and things are moving in a way that is going to help me get to where I want to go. That's it. I, we were talking about it the other day. Um, talking about our life is kind of being like, uh, like the, the, the means and an end kind of thing. And then when one means and end finishes, then the next thing takes over. Yep. But every end is still part of an even bigger means. Yeah. <laughs> it's like... Every every process growth. It's growth at the end of a means. It is. So and then that growth is part of the next means. Is or it's part of the or it's it's just part of the means to the, the to another even bigger thing. That's it. Yeah. You know, now we're talking about the the house that we live in right now. We're so happy with where we've gotten to today. We're really mm. proud of where we've been able to get ourselves. Um, you know, spiritually, mentally. Yeah. Um, physically, materialistically, yeah. um, we're, we're really happy with the situation that we're in at the moment. That's it. And we're really excited about how that's going to grow and develop in the future. But we can look at it at this moment right now as like the, the peak of the triangle. Mm. And like the, the, the base of the triangle is kind of the start of that yeah. process. This with just, yeah. that process leading us to this moment in time right now. And when we... Uh, at the base of that, when we're at the start of the process, it's like we're in the middle at the base of that triangle. And so we only see a direct channel up to that place that we want to get to. 
Mm-hmm. So there's all these all these things along the bottom of the base that we don't even see. We can't even see what else is what else is on is that the, baseline with is us. Is that the infinite possibilities? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I think it's it, any kind of possibility that or any action or whatever factor that needs yeah. to occur perfectly in order to get us to that point. So it's like all the different ways where you can get to that point. So mm-hmm. the, all the infinite possibilities to get to that point. All, all the things that need to occur in a, in perfect sure. timing yep. in order for you to get to that point. Mm-hmm. So for example, the house that we live in right now, yep. this is the like an example that I used. And it's easy to use, like look back with hindsight now at the place where we were. Yeah. We just If we talk, just keep with the triangle analogy. Sure. <laughs> at the base. At the start of the process, the start of the means to get to the end where we're at right now. Mm. Um, so we can look back on it and say, all right, we we'll even just take this house, for example. We love living in this house. Yeah. Um, the, before we moved in, uh, the, the landlord was renovating it. Yeah. So one of the factors that had to occur perfectly was for that renovation to, to finish exactly when we were ready to move in or just before we were ready to move in. Otherwise, the house wouldn't have been available and we would have moved on and gone elsewhere. It was also for sale. It was for sale. And so someone could have actually bought it, could have put in a really good offer, and they could have taken that instead of saying yes to us to rent it. Mm. Yep. Um, it could have been $50 more, mm-hmm. which would have pushed we would have pushed us over our yeah. the budget we were willing to pay for a rental. Yep. Um, there's just, just all these little kind of things, yeah. these little decisions, these little bits, like these little factors that had to time themselves so perfectly... Yeah in order to get us or make this space available for us to take it. We also could have looked at all those other houses. We could have. That we didn't actually go see because we knew that this was the one. Mm. But we were like, oh. it was it was a big move for us to just be like, no, this is the house. We have total faith. Like it just, it was ours. Mm. It's crazy how that happened. But we also could have gone to those houses because we did. We went to a couple. We did. And they were just not, we could have done it, but... It wouldn't have served the purpose for which we uh, we have right now. No, exactly. It's available to us. Even when we first moved in, we didn't actually know how we were going to fill the space in, <laughs> and like the the why we've got the house laid out in the particular way that it is laid out mm. has like now become apparent. Mm. Six months. You know, it, it, it's there's specific rooms in the house that are in specific locations. That's you know. It, it could have doesn't doesn't really matter if you're not planning on doing anything with the space. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. And we just rocked up. And we're like, this space is beautiful compared to where we've come from. <laughs> yeah. But there's this awesome room at the end of the house. Mm, the split level room. Which it is perfect for you to practice theatre. Because mm. it was and our... have clients, but we didn't know that that's no. what that room would ultimately end up being. Yeah. So this house is almost part of the process of. Your your theatre journey, yeah, the career of the career. It's mm. like this is this is this is the beginning. This is we're at the base of the triangle right now. Another triangle of your theatre journey. Right. It's like <laughs> there's all these overlapping, all these overlapping triangles, all yeah. these overlapping processes that are occurring in tandem, um, or they they occur so like one after the other chronologically. I'm, I'm gonna draw a picture. So this is just a triangle with all like different kind of triangles. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. So I'll try and kind of like use it. that picture. So if we look at so so there's a triangle and so, then so we've from- got a triangle and the <laughs> got to try to articulate this because it's it's an audio podcast, not a visual. So if we just literally think about a triangle as the the triangle itself is the process. 
when you're at the bottom, it's when you've identified you want to get somewhere. Mm-hmm. Let's say you've got a goal. Sure. You've got, and you really want to achieve a goal. Let's like, let's say for us, just keep it simple. We wanted to leave. We wanted to move from home. Yeah. We wanted to move out of living with the parents. Yeah. And live in a really nice place that we were really happy with. We have our own things. We have our own space, and we're just we genuinely feel good. Yeah. About our position, right? So mm-hmm. let's say that's the goal. Sure. And so our baseline is the start of that process, yep. which is we're living at home. Yeah. And the things that we need to consider when we're at that base is the plan. Mm-hmm. How? What do we need to put into play? What do we? How do we need to adjust? our behavior, our actions, our thoughts, our decisions, so that we can set ourselves up to go and achieve that goal. So that is the top of the triangle being the goal itself, mm-hmm. the base being the start of the process of achieving that goal. Yep. So when you make a plan for achieving that goal, that's pretty much all you can control. Basically, you just can control what is in your immediate line, what's in your immediate site. Sure. And that is just what's if available you, to you. Yeah. Basically, yeah. What's yeah. in front of you? Yeah. You control the controllables. And that is pretty much going to look... So, from the center of that baseline, a straight line up to that goal. Kind of like a, like a tube that goes up. Yeah. Kind of just looking from the bottom of the top. And that's just... And all that is, is it's it's not right or wrong. Mm. It's just from where you are right now. That's what you can your see. Your plan. How you, can, how you can see how you're going to get to that. Mm-hmm. But if you look, that triangle's now been split into, into halves. And there's sure. all this space on both sides of those lines. So you've drawn a line from the center of the tip of the triangle straight down to the bottom. It's a straight line. Yeah, or it goes the other way because we're at the bottom looking up to the goal. Oh, yeah, okay, well, there's a line. <laughs> now you've got two triangles of the one triangle. So in that space on either side of that line, these are all the other things that we're not actually aware of that need to go right in order to aid us in getting so to the, that goal. the triangle is filled with all the things that need. Yes. Okay. That yes. makes sense. Okay. We're getting there. Okay. We're this getting isn't there. you like anal- is analogy. Yeah, I've just I'm just Metaphor. I've just sort of made this up a little bit. I'm going on the fly. Trying to just do But describe. you're really sticking to the triangle. Well, I think it works. <laughs> I think it works. Let's do it. Let's make it work. Because okay, so you got all this space on the other side. Because there's all these other things that need to happen perfectly in order for you to get to where you want to go. Sure. And it's easy to look back with hindsight right now. Even if you take the moment that you're in right now as the tip of a triangle. As a top, yeah. you've you've gone through a process to reach where you are now. Yeah, okay. Whether you're happy with where you are now, whether you're unhappy, this is still the end of a process mm. where you are right now. Where and, and it began, it began began somewhere. Sure. And so, if when you look back with hindsight, it's easy. It's a lot easier to look at all the different factors that had to go right to lead you to that moment, to this moment. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, so, like, like I said, it was the with this house, just this house alone, not even us. In this house, yeah. this house, it needed to be ready at the right time. It needed to be the right price. Yeah. Um, if someone else could have bought the house yep. and taken it from us. Mm-hmm. You know, so there's a couple of different things. And that, there's only just to name a few. Yeah. You know, we needed to be financially ready. Yeah. We need to have good financial backing in order to get here. Mm-hmm. We needed to have our eyes set on the right place. And even in an area. Right. In the right area. Last minute, at the, at like the last um, suburb that we looked at was here. Yeah. So... Yeah, that we could have we could have said just to the other side of town. We were looking everywhere else, yeah. yeah. But we're really, really glad that we looked this way. Mm-hmm. And if we hadn't have done that, then it could have gone somewhere. We could have gone somewhere else and not have been as comfortable. Yeah. And found ourselves a place that is going to suit our we purposes just, as well as this one is. Yeah, we still would have probably been in the middle of the triangle or somewhere. Exactly. Is that what you're talking about? Well, could have been. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm just I'm just looking at it. 
So, so if if that was our goal to get to a space where we're comfortable yep. and where I'm career ready and yep. we're just at the point of now like leveling up even more. If that house might not have served us, so we would have been halfway down or even below or above. Well, we when we moved out from living with our parents, we lived in another house before this one. Yeah. Between moving out of home for the first time and where we are now, we had one house. But that that wasn't the purpose wasn't. No, the purpose of that house living there was just to experience what it's like to be out of home mm-hmm. and independent and self reliable, self reliant. Yeah. So, but that was still we still needed the experience of that house to show us what we did and didn't want. In a house. We did. So we took that and we've applied it to our search. We mm. changed our search options mm. um, so that we could better hone in on what we actually did want. Yeah. So that was part of the process of getting to where we are here. It was, yeah. You know, but then if you even look... Sorry? No, 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 go. Oh, if you even look... <laughs> you just like gestured to me like you were... <laughs> oh, no, I was just... <laughs> got to continue. But even if we just look at, even at that house, that house was still the end. The end point. The goal was we wanted to move out of home. That was our outcome then, yes. And that was okay. But then but this there, is where this is where I'm saying that every the triangles overlap. Mean like processes overlap. Mm-hmm. And so that was the end. We wanted to move out of home. We did. You can mm-hmm. say we reached the goal. That was the end of that process. Yeah. But then that end was only part of a different process. Of yeah, a bigger okay. process. So right? can you just draw that? So you're saying that the tip of are you saying it's like that? No, I'm saying that's more like it's an overlap. So that, like, let's say that's us living at home there. I just drew a triangle underneath the triangle, and then the it's like that on the bottom of the base. But now it's, it's like that. Sure. So we have overlapping sure. triangles like this. Okay, so they overlap like a looks arrow like a like a like a rewind or a fast forward symbol. Like the feathers on an arrow at the back of an arrow. Re- oh. Yes, re- yeah, rewind fast forward. That's probably a bit. So like the the tip of one triangle goes half inside the base of the other triangle okay. so that there's an overlap yep. and that's where you have one process overlapping the ends of one process overlapping with the middle of the process of uh, another end being achieved <laughs> yeah does that make sense is am it- i making sense yeah anyway i feel like this is going to develop into something even better than this well hopefully i'm hoping i can even articulate this in a way that makes any <laughs> we can keep our head on this because it's, it's it, it will circle back to faith I'm just trying to out like oh, I'm just trying yeah. to explain why you need like why, the, why where need. the faith element comes in. Okay. And looking back with hindsight, um, it's a lot easier to say that all these things needed to go right. Mm. So that's a, all those other things at the base of that pyramid that you can't see because they're outside your peripheral vision. Yeah. Right. So, um, like you know what what like what else needed to conspire in order for us to get to this place now? Um. I had to lose my job so I could have time to grow my faith mm-hmm. so that I could focus on myself and what I, what I believed in and what I wanted to do with my life yep. and what the, what the importance was for my purpose, what my purpose was, and just to learn a little bit about myself yep. and who I was. Because if I had been going to work, I would have been distracted by that. Yep. So I'm pretty grateful that I kind of lost my job. And if I hadn't, if I had have lost my job, me being at home might have actually crowded out your ability to do that. Oh, completely, yeah. It would have probably <laughs> been a distraction. And the same for you, yeah. We wouldn't have, it would have, you know, we never know. I don't know what would have happened. Mm. It would have been a very different space right now. Yeah, definitely. I just like, I, I guess think the, of that. the point is that there are so many things that have to go like we'll say right there's just so many things that have to occur in a perfect sequence in order to get you to a position that you're at right now yeah um disregarding whether you think it's right or wrong yeah 
Yeah. Because it doesn't matter whether it's right or wrong. Ultimately, if you believe that everything is occurring for your higher good, no matter what they seem like in the moment, yeah. whether or not it's a good thing or a bad thing, it's taking you somewhere yeah. that you want to go yeah. or that is for your ultimate benefit. For example, like you're losing your job. Mm. In the moment, you being jobless and being isolated at home would have... Yeah. See, like it seemed like it sucked but look at the actual higher purpose that it served you to get mm. you to where you are right now yeah. and that's part of the that's part of the base of the pyramid that you don't see yeah that's part of that process that you're not consciously aware of because it's outside your periphery okay you can't you sense. can't adjust it you have no say in whether or not this happens or not yeah. it's something that has to happen in order for you to reach the end of that process mm. well because you've put something out there you've asked for an outcome or for a goal and the universe listens and can hear you and then the karmic balance as well is going to come in into into play as well. To make sure that if you have if there's something that happens that is perceived to be a negative, yeah, there will be a rebalance at some rebalance. point to yeah. make it a positive. There's, the universe is will balance hmm. and has to be balanced. So if there's too much of one side, even if there's too much good, we need to learn. There's yeah. lessons that we need to learn in order to really appreciate them. So then the the negative will start happening. I think especially in a world of duality where there's like there's pairs of opposites. Mm, yeah, um, you, that's you, probably why. You kind of need because to of have. The law of karma. You need the opposite in order to understand the the what what it is that you've got. Mm. Like you, we wouldn't understand light Without if we that. didn't know what the absence of light was like. Because mm. if we only lived in light, then we wouldn't know what darkness was. Yeah, we'd freak. And then if we experienced darkness, we'd freak out. Yeah. That's you know. It. So I I think there's there's thing, and I'm not saying that's a universal truth or universal law. I'm just just. In, in the in the in this kind of conversation like mm. you need to have experienced opposites of things so that you can re- have that you can relate them to each other yeah and you can experience something relative to its opposite and that's how you know that that's what you're experiencing exactly so it's like if, you, if you're feeling sad you wouldn't know that you were feeling sad if you only ever felt sad because that's just what is normal yeah if you felt joy and then you felt sadness then you would know that you were feeling sad and you were feeling joyous yeah. because you've had the contrast of the two. Whereas if you only experience joy, you only experience sadness, that would just be your baseline. Mm. So it depends what you focus on and what your awareness of. is. So if like too many bad things are happening in your life you, and you're overwhelmed. Life is just bad. Life is just bad. And then that's all you say. If I am, you know, things are happening to me. Mm. Um, you know, why is it always me? And things are just going to keep coming and coming. But in if you stop to think, okay, well, why, why is this certain thing happening? I feel like it's just been constant. These constant things that are happening. Is it? Is it trying to tell me something? Is the world, the universe, trying to tell me something? What is it? Because I feel like when we're hit with something, you know, we we don't. Now, I think especially after this year, when something happens to us, we are like, okay, now what can we do? We see it for what it is and we don't freak out when it's, we just think, okay, this is actually, this might, this is definitely a lesson Mm -hmm. for something and let's just work with it. Yeah. Let's just make it work instead of freaking out completely about Mm -hmm. it. Because, and I think that's why faith is necessary Mm -hmm. because faith is that, it's that trust in those things that are out of your control yeah. that are still working in your favor because it's very if you do, if you don't have faith and life might as well occur in isolated events that that you experience yeah. in in a particular sequence 
Like, and, and, and there's no, you have no control over whether it happens to you. And there's, there's no, there's no chronology. There's no, like, can't necessarily cause an effect that is leading to some point that you want to get to. Mm. Life just happens. And whether it's good or it's bad, it it's just, it's, it's, you know, it's nice. If it's yeah. nice, if it's good, it sucks if it's bad, but that's that. Yeah. There's no, like, if something bad happens to you, it's not part of something that is ultimately going to be good. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But because that that requires you to be faithful, you need to have faith that the reason that you're experiencing something is so that you ultimately will experience something better. Yeah, and you can learn more and develop more. And that that everything is like a chain of events. Everything is in a sequence. Everything is a process. Everything's part of a process. Processes are overlapping. Mm. It's all about you growing and getting somewhere ultimately that you've identified where you want to go. Yeah, because you you will get taken where you want to go. You will, especially if you. And whether that's a good place or bad place and whether you're intentional about it or unintentional about it. Well, then we can talk about that because I don't think you'd want to go somewhere that you didn't want to go. Yeah. And that's where good and bad is, can be sub- is a subjective perception. What but, you might think is a good place to end up, I might think is stupid mm. and shit. But for you, it could be subconscious. If I keep focusing on the negative things and, um, you know, uh, I'm not... You know, like oh, money will, it will, it's not coming to me. Like God's not going to provide. Who's God to provide money for me? I've got to work for it. It's hard to get to, but money is, oh, it's never here with me. It'll, you know, if, if I remain in that headspace of lack, then that's my, my goal will be to never have money. Mm. So that's what I meant about unintentional and intentional. So you don't genuinely intend to be poor. Mm. You unintentionally become poor because you're you're think you're thinking of the lack rather than the abundance. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. Well, yeah. it's what you're putting out there. Yeah. That's and that's it. And that's what you're saying. You, if you want to get somewhere, you'll get there. Mm. And that's why it's really important to be conscious of what you want and what you're intending. Because you, if you outline a plan for yourself, if you're standing at a baseline and you go, "I've outlined the tip of my triangle. I've outlined my goal to be this." Yeah then ultimately you'll get there. Oh, you'll get there. That things will happen that will enable you to get there. But you need to be aware of what you're choosing and why you're choosing it. And a lot of the time, you when you intend something and you create a triangle, <laughs> I'm just running, I'm rolling, I'm running with it. I'm yeah. running with it. You're and you create it. a triangle unconsciously, then you might actually be sending yourself to a place that is not where you want to go. Mm. So you're right. You're right. Um, what, what I said before, good and bad is subjective, definitely. Yeah. Um, but that's more conscious good and bad. Sure. So okay. you're right. Yeah. I wouldn't consciously take myself somewhere where I don't want to go. Yeah. I would only consciously take myself or see myself in a place where I would like to be mm. as I am at this moment in time. Yeah. Because the thing is, we sometimes we want things, right? I know I've tried to manifest certain things in my life and they've never happened, but I am not ready for the things that I want mm. yet. Because I want the time with the time frame with which I want them and ask for them is just too short. Mm. <laughs> There's no way I could get to a level of spirituality or a level of mastership or a level of skill or a level of anything in this period of time that I say, right? Because I'm like I know, and obviously God and the universe knows that that knows that I'm not ready. Mm. And it's like, that's really cute that you think that you can do that yeah. in that span of time. But th- we're just going to put give you this, which is will quicken the process because you've asked for that, but you're not going to like it. Yeah. And you're going to think that it's going to be a bit much. And that's because there's all this stuff that you don't see. Yeah. Because there's all these things that need to work and they need to occur perfectly in order to get you there. 
you know, if you, if that's why it was, you know, when you set yourself a goal, when you have a place that you want to get to mm-hmm. and you, you lay out the best sort of plan that you think you can lay out in order to achieve that goal, then you, it thinks that you think it's going to come a lot simpler than what it's actually going to come. <laughs> but depending on what that goal is, like for you, you know, you wanted to be a, you wanted to be fulfilled in a career, yeah. in, a, in a new career, mm. begin a new fulfilling career. I think that's where you wanted to be. Yeah. And I think that you is- wanted to be there, what? A year ago? Mm. Oh, yeah, I was ready a year ago. Because I remember when I was at the cafe, I said, "I this is going to be my last job. Yeah. I think I said that in the last podcast. Yeah. This was going to be my last job. And after this, I'm going to start my career. I didn't know what that was. Mm. But, but what happened, I mean, right? the thing is, I got it. Yeah. But it wasn't at the time. Because you, you thought you had this feeling, and we both had this feeling that yeah. you weren't going to be there for much longer. No. But you weren't going to be there for much and longer. I knew that. And so we I just thought, knew, I'm like, this, my time is coming up, but I'm not going to be here. Yeah. So we thought as part so of the that plan, was, that was very you're going to have a new career and you're just going to be able to step into it from that job. <laughs> but no, you didn't. It no. seems simple. But again, this was part of that triangle that you weren't aware of. Yeah. Out of your control. Yeah. COVID happened. You ended up losing your job. Yeah. And so, yeah, you were right. You did... You, it was you were out of that yeah, job because even the money that I was getting was from Centrelink. I wasn't working for it, so yeah, I didn't have a job that would give me the amount of money that well I needed at the time. Mm. But yeah, I, I got it from Centrelink. Yeah, and then um, which gave me the time and to practice the skill of faith, to grow my faith and to find who I was and what I wanted to do and what my purpose was mm. and connect with that and believe it, and then just toward the end here was, okay, you're ready. Here's yeah. a package. And that was a surprise because I was, still wasn't sure. And I'm like, I really do want to do some sort of, some form of energy healing, but not the ones that I keep seeing. Like Reiki doesn't really align with me. And there were other ones that just didn't quite like kind of trigger me in a good way. And I was like, I just, I don't feel, I don't know what it is. And then a po- theater popped up and I was like, what is this? Hmm. All of a sudden something just like lit up. Yeah. Like, okay. And now it's like you've, you've found you've found that area now that you want to go into. Yeah. yeah which is which is outstanding. It's like it answered my prayers. Absolutely. And it was. It is my the goal. It is my outcome. It is the top of my my um pyramid, my triangle. That you've found the career. Now, now the next. Now that's this is part of the process of beginning the career. Mm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So the end of that was finding a career path. Yeah. And now you've found a career path. That's part of the bigger process, bigger process. of starting a career. So I'm still inside the triangle. And then, well, you've, <laughs> you've finished that in... triangle. Now you're part of the other triangle, the okay. career triangle. Yeah, okay, cool. So you've finished that, that small one. Yeah. You've found your career path. Yeah. And now and that's part of, that's finished. But now you're in the middle of another triangle, of a bigger triangle. Sure. Which is starting your career. Mm-hmm. And then that, when you start it, then that's going to be part of an even bigger another triangle bigger of mastering triangle. your career. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's just it's it just an overlap, is. overlap, overlap. An end is not an end; it is merely the continuation of something bigger. Yeah, it's it's the end of something you've identified from earlier. Yeah, but as you grow and you develop, you and don't you, stop growing. You don't, no, of course never, you don't. No but you end. become aware. You become aware of more things. Yeah, everything is bigger. You realize the more. I feel like the more you learn, the more you realize you don't know. Yeah, <laughs> it's like the wiser you get about how much you don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it's like you know, and you you become okay with it, and you start genuinely enjoying the process of learning. Mm. I hated learning because I'm like, I'm never going to get there because there's so much to learn, and there's so much to do. But as I've grown older, I'm like, you know what? It's just isolating certain things that I want to master, 
and there's certain things that I need to just focus on. Because I can't learn, I can't possibly learn everything. But I can open myself up to the things that I really do enjoy and the things Mm. I genuinely want to. The few things that I do want to master while I'm here on living this life. Absolutely. And that's, uh, I think that's a really good place to, I guess, put your nest eggs. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> in those in those in that curiosity and the inspiration mm. using the, the the god-given talents and skill set that you've got mm. um in order to get to somewhere that is going to be the most fulfilling for you yeah you know I, and I, I i i would love to be in the position that you're in but i'm in i'm in my process too at the moment i'm not i haven't discovered what my career is going to be Mm. but I'm okay with that because I know I have faith that it's part of a process and it is coming to me. Yeah. There are things that are conspiring outside of my periphery that I have no control over that will eventually come into my periphery that I will then be able to act on. But it is happening. And that's, Absolutely. I think this is one of the points that I wanted to get to with faith is that because you can't control it, you can't say yes or no, this is definitely happening. Mm. You just have to trust that it is happening. And what that does that is it, just, it gives you space. It. it gives you comfort. It gives you this like sense of calm knowing or peace mm. knowing that you're going to get where you want to go just do control what you can control mm. and just allow everything else to work yeah, alongside you, you yeah. and if something happens to you that seems that you would otherwise perceive as a negative uh just go with it because it's still part of that process mm. a car accident's another good one yeah uh, it's not nice being rammed up the ass and having your car written off but, we did but that was part of a process of getting us a nicer car yeah. and then this is this is another part of the thing with the house Again, yeah. we ended up getting the the ute yeah which helped us in the in the long run move house mm-hmm. you know it would have been a lot trickier moving house from our old place into this one if we didn't have that ute yeah you know so it's we like, also could have gotten an astra but thank God they were all out. Exactly. So yeah. we could have gotten that Astra because it was like ten bucks cheaper, mm. and but we would have had to hire a truck. My dad, my dad worked at Holden um, before it went yeah bust in Australia. Um, we were able to lease a car, and so yeah, he was able to get get leased cars. So when we lost our car, we leased a car from Holden through Dad, mm. and the, the cheapest car on the plane when we first thought we were going to get one mm. was an Astra at that time. Yeah, and then I they think we needed out. to wait another week or two for some reason. And by yeah, the t- by right. that time when we were ready, we're like, all right, let's. It was the paperwork. Might have been. Yeah, I think it might have been something to do with the like that. Yeah, the insurance companies or whatever. Um, yeah, by the time we were ready, and I'm like, all right, we're ready to lease the car now, Dad. What's the cheapest on the plan? Is it still the yeah. Astra? So like, no, the cheapest was the Colorado. Yeah. So we're like, oh, okay. So we just went with that, and that ended up just being super helpful for us, <laughs> and part of the process it came of so this in place. Andy. It and it, and that's what that's what I guess the point I'm trying to make is that no matter if something good happens or bad happens, it's all part of a higher, yeah. a, a bigger process that you're just not aware of. Which, but it's okay. So well, if you acknowledge that it's part of a. Uh, of your outcome mm. if it's part of that process then it, the things that happen even if they are negative doesn't seem to bother you as much mm. like we're, what we're in right now when we're, we're not bothered by it we just know that it's that element of faith yeah and it's that we've just taken it on so this is just part of the process we're taking we're being taken care of we can feel it yeah there's something happening we're part of it we're more connected than ever at the moment and i can feel that we are so okay and it's just saying you are doing such a good job. Yeah. Like it's just channeling every day. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. Whereas before, if we didn't have this level of faith, I, you, you would have been like, no, stay on Centrelink. Mm. Stay on it. 
you know, let's, I would have found a, another job that was mis- that I didn't want. Yeah. Because um, you've been trying to control too many things that were technically outside your control. Yeah. Like yes, yes, you we can go get you can go get a job, but it's not what you want to do. It's taking a step away from that goal that you want to achieve. Yeah. So you're deviating by trying to over control your circumstance. Mm. You're deviating away from where you actually want to be. Making it longer, making it a longer yeah. process. Yeah. You're putting a chicane in there or a, a roadblock that you've got to turn around and. What's a chicane? Like a like an S. Sure. In like a racetrack. Oh. I don't know anything about that. I hope so. I haven't fucked that up. <laughs> um, I, I, I think at any point, if you want to set your mind on achieving something, mm. that where you are and how you are, I truly believe this, and I've got an anecdote to back it up, that specifically, I could probably got a gajillion, but there's one that really jumps out. I mean, I haven't actually shared this one yet. Mm. Um, if you want to get somewhere, if you want to set your mind on achieving something or going somewhere, experiencing something, whatever... Where you are at that base of that triangle, you have everything you need mm. to at least begin that journey. And then just trust that as you as you move through the process of getting to that goal or that endpoint, that you will be provided for. And it's just allowing allowing the things that you can't control to just happen on their own. Yeah. So that by the time they come into your periphery, you're right there ready to receive them yeah. and see them for what they are as as little little pats on the ass or little little boosts that are helping to push you further, whether it's money or whether, you know, for us, let's say for podcasting, if we needed a better microphone or we wanted nicer headphones. nicer headphones, you know, someone gives us Christmas money mm. and we go buy some nicer headphones. <laughs> Which is what happened. <laughs> Which is what happened. That's true. Yeah. Uh, not the anecdote I was talking about. No. But so to the, the point that, yeah, you, you are provided for in that moment everything that you need in order to get to where you want to go. You don't have to wait for something to happen in order to start. No. Um, when I was with my girlfriend at the time, yeah. um, we decided we wanted to go on a trip to Tasmania. Uh-huh. We had been, at that point in time, we just we, there was, we had a little money jar and yeah. we're like, all right, we want to, we'll just put 20 bucks a week into the jar just for however long. And there was, no, there was nothing that the jar was for necessarily. It was just, let's have a little kind of piggy bank. It was cute. So to each like each payday for us, we put twenty bucks in the jar, mm-hmm. and we had no idea what it was for. Anyway, and then when it got to the point where we're like, you know what, it'd be a, f- a fun camping trip around Tassie would be a lot of fun. Mm. Obviously, a fun camping trip. A camping trip Good around job. Tassie would be a lot of fun. Good English, babe. Thanks. Um, and so we're like, when we're trying to suss out the finances, we're like, all right, well, this is what we've got in our savings account. We've got enough in our savings account to cover just all the basic uh, essentials of... So, like, getting over there and... Well, it was, it was like, accommodation. We were camping the whole time. We were doing it as cheap as we could. Yeah. So, it was pretty much just a pissy little bit of accommodation. It was mainly petrol yeah. and food and little other bits and pieces. Our savings had actually covered that. Mm. But we're like, shit, we can't actually cover... We can't afford the boat. And the... <laughs> to, the get actually, to get over to there. To get over there. Right. <laughs> uh, so the spirit, the spirit of Tassie, I think at the time of the year that we went, it was only just over half a grand. It was like 508 bucks return or something. Yeah. And we're like, oh, what about that piggy bank? What about that piggy jar? See how much. Yeah. And we cracked it open. I think it was like 504 bucks. I shit you not. We had $502.80 in there. Oh my God. And it, it's just like, well, there you go. Yeah. It's just going to happen. Yeah. And then like, this is what, like it, when you just allow things to happen and, and start the process of achieving something, mm. you will be provided for. Yeah. 
and things will work out. That's why, like, when you're on a path and things are happening easily for you, it's because you're aligning and you're allowing it to happen. Mm, Surrendering. And yet when you're trying to force things or control too much, you have roadblocks, things get in your way. You lose it, though. What was your anecdote? That was the anecdote. That was the story. Just the story. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, you know how, like, when you're... When when it's like you're doing something and something keeps happening or, like, I don't know, you something bad would happen and then something else bad would happen after that you deal with that and then and then another shit thing would happen it's like, yeah. for fuck's sake and it like, just won't and, stop and it's I think it's because if you want to achieve something and you've got your your sights set on that but you try too much to control how you get there mm. things start to go wrong mm. and the reason that they've gone wrong is every time you've made a decision to control more than you should control mm. for example like if you just had have gone and got a job because we were scared about money and you wanted to just just get get and some kind of income from anywhere, yeah. right? It would have been uncomfortable. So it's like if you try to control a little bit too much, what you do is you're still focusing on the goal that you want, but you've just deviated. You've unconsciously yeah. just deviated the goalposts. So now you're actually going in a path that doesn't align with where you're consciously choosing to go. Mm. And things start to happen that seem like they're going bad. Things are going wrong. But they're not going wrong. They're just trying to get you back on that. They're either getting you back on the path or they're just the natural process of getting you to the new path you've just deviated onto. Yeah, right. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I mean, it's 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 all where your perspective is and what oh, you're conscious it, of, yeah. right? Because sometimes we could have limiting beliefs about that outcome. We could say we want a glorious house, like this is our, our dream house, which is happening and I, I'm manifesting it. So oh, absolutely, it's happening. So um, we could be like you know, manifesting this house that we really want but there's could be an underlying limiting belief that i don't actually deserve that house mm-hmm. and that could be there so with that belief that if and from holding that going to the outcome so trying to go straight i might that limiting belief will deviate me because your beliefs any, fuel your actions, right? At, yeah, at any cause. Even if I get a lump sum of money or someone shows me a house right in front of me and I said, oh, my God, that's the house, my limit, that limiting belief, if it is not tended to, <laughs> will, will, create, will create a situation, will create something that will not allow me to get that hmm. house. Or that outcome, whatever it is for you. Or you can go, I can, I can actually afford to, I don't know, maybe let's say your dream house is... If that's only, the only thing we're going to... Like, we're going to just... To highlight the, the point here. Mm. Like, if your dream house is over in Europe or something. Sure, and okay. you live here. Yeah. Right. Part of the part of the process of getting that house is obviously going to be moving over to Europe at some point. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, if you go with the flow... And that's what I think. That's, you know, you say go with, going with the flow of life. Mm. Is just surrendering to that process occurring. Because you have faith that the process is working in your favor. Favor. Yeah. Um, you know, so part of going with that, the flow, going with that process of that dream house is getting the- a ticket... To go to Europe. Yeah. Right. The, that opportunity might come up. That's it. And so your limiting like, belief might say, hey, I don't deserve that. Yeah. Or, or this isn't the right time to go. I mm. can't afford it. I can't this. I can't that. Yeah. No, this isn't the right time. Yeah. But I'm pregnant or but I'm this. But, you know, or like I've got, you know, I've just gotten a new job yeah. and I, I can't leave it. You create excuses. You will not take that. Yeah. Unless you're aware. And you're like, you know what? There's something stopping me here. This is my dream house. This is something that I've wanted. Mm. This is something that I dream. That's why we make vision boards. We have vision boards and we put stuff on there. And there's so many stories of people like, I had this. I put this away. This has been in my attic. I pulled it out. The house that I'm living in, there's, there's a picture of it on my vision board that I haven't looked at in like 10, 15 years. Like, you manifest it. Well, you I, know? I don't want to get this wrong. 
Uh, not that Mr. Jim Carrey is going to listen to this, but didn't he? <laughs> didn't he for a yeah. long time carry around a fake like million dollar note? He wrote a check to himself. A check. He wrote a check and put it in his wallet for how much? For a million dollars. Million? No, ten, $10 million dollars right. for acting services. Jim Carrey, when you listen to this, just get in touch with us and correct us, and we'll. we'll... We also love you. That <laughs> <laughs> um, manifesting is help, like identifying what you want. Yeah. It's like collating little bits and pieces from here and there to identify an endpoint for you, mm-hmm. and then allowing and just surrendering that off. Yeah. And then, then whatever happens, man, because then he got the job for Dumb and Dumber, like. Um, and that paid him, I think it was like exactly $10 million or it mm. was that exact, like that amount. Mm. And he goes, this is the story. Even though it, I think it took him like five, three years, five years. Ten, I can't remember. It doesn't matter. Yeah. But it, that, that's yeah. it. But it doesn't matter because mm. he didn't put a time limit on no. it. He just said, this is what I want. You know, it's and amazing. There's, you can't possibly know what it's going to take to get what you want. Because like I said, there's so many different things that have to happen perfectly in order for you to get to that goal. Mm. And you can't control that. You can only control You don't want to control it. Because other. what if you knew exactly how you were getting to your outcome? It's the blueprint how thing. How boring. Yeah, it's the mm. blueprint. Blah, 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 blah. It's the blueprint thing again. Mm. Yeah, but if you, if you knew all the steps, how boring would life be? There would be mm. no beautiful surprises or miracles or lessons. You'd never grow from it. You'd just see it. Yeah. It's just like walking up the stairs and nothing ever happening to you. Yeah. You're not even getting tired. You just know yeah. there's another level. Oh, I have to rest because I've got another 40 levels or three levels to go. Yeah. You know, and it just takes the magic out of it. It does, definitely. And the magic out of life. So that's kind of that mystery of like what's around the next corner. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of it's, enjoying, it's like it's like the magic. when you watch a really really cool movie, and I mean I know you can you can love watching the same movie over and over again, yeah. but there's nothing quite like experiencing something for the first time mm. when you're not exactly sure how it's going to go, what's going to happen. Especially when you know that it's going to get you to your outcome. Yeah, yeah, and you know there's there's we need that element of mystery of unknown because the unknown kind of is what makes things exciting. But that's what that's what. The unknown, it, it creates. Mm. The unknown creates your future. Yeah. It is your future. It can create, but you're also creating that unknown. Yeah. You can cause that unknown to be whatever you want it to be. Yeah. Oh, that's really deep. Because it is. Because it's, a, you know, every decision you make moves a different. Well, it moves you just where you're, where, you're, where you're wanting, where you're getting. Yeah. Moves what you're, aim, what you're aiming to achieve, doesn't it? Mm. Like, you're. The unknown is, is when you're stepping into the unknown, it's when you kind of relinquish control for how you're going to get somewhere. Faith. And that's part of faith, right? <laughs> and so, yeah, the unknown does change depending on where you're setting your attention to. Yeah. What needs to happen, what you need to go through in order to get there, you can't possibly know. Mm. And so you just have to allow the unknown, allow faith to help guide you. Mm. And give you and give you the experience you need, give yeah. you the, the materials that, that you need, the people you need to meet. You know, give you all those things that are gonna help you achieve that goal that you've outlined for you, or that you've identified for yourself. It's a beautiful process if you let it be. And that's why I think that it makes you very humble as well. Mm-hmm. Because it's very easy to become arrogant if you achieve something that you I guess you set your sights on. Yeah. Because you get to you get to I guess once you've achieved it, you get to go, I, I did all this. Like mm. I worked really hard and I got here and I've created this and I'm the best looking at me. Mm. But that's, again, that's when, you, when you're when you arrogant, it's like you're removing faith from it because you're totally ignoring the fact that all these things have to go right. There was all these right. other things. Yeah. 
So I got there was other things happening at the same time. But when you focus on just yourself, yeah. Because we could have said, like, for our situation. So we controlled what we could control. Mm. But, yes, we got this place. But, like I said, what if yeah, this place like, was $50 more expensive? Yeah. Couldn't have done it. Yeah. You know, we wouldn't be here. Mm. Or if the renovations ran over time. Yeah. And the house wasn't over. on the market. Because we and had to get out of a house because we had mold. Mm. So if we had, if our house hadn't got mold, we, because we, I think we wanted, to, we were about to renew our lease. We were going to renew it. We didn't want yeah. to, but we, I think didn't have any other choice. We didn't have any. We other, didn't feel like we did. Well, that's it. Oh, there you go. We didn't feel like mm. we had another choice, but the the house was like no, and God was like no. Here's some mold, yeah. <laughs> and this is this is your path. You deserve better. Yeah. You deserve more. Go get it. Yeah. Because we know, I know, you know that this is, if you want to get to where you want to go, and we know that you're ready as well. I think that might be another thing. You're ready. Yeah. Because you've you've accumulated all the things as part of aligning with that process that you needed to in order to be ready to move on to this next, take this next step. Move on to this next stage. Because it wasn't life. it wasn't long before that when we were already making plans to make the garage, the meditation space, and because mm. I was going to do meditations. Oh, it was fucking horrible too. Could you imagine if we had done it in that garage? That oh, that could have collapsed. <laughs> it probably has collapsed. <laughs> probably has now. already. I hope not. No, someone lives no. in that house now, so hopefully it's yeah. all good. Um, but yeah, it just wouldn't have happened. Yeah, it wouldn't have worked. It. Yeah, no, it wouldn't have. We wouldn't have. We wouldn't be here if we were still in that house. Exactly. So God's like, we could have fixed that mold. We could have been like, oh, it's okay. This is all we can afford. It's not that bad. Yeah. <laughs> and so I, I've learned. So that lesson with faith for me has, um, it's it's explained to me. It's helped explain to me what being humble means. Yeah. And what showing humility means. Mm. It's like I did this. Yes, I I have reached this point, but I could not have done it on my own. There are so many things that had to happen perfectly for me to reach this point yeah. that I can't take credit for it. Mm. I can't take credit for everything. Well, I don't take credit for finding Theta. Theta found me. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't for my friend who gave me the hard drive that had the Theta stuff on there, then I would never have found it. That needed to happen. If it wasn't for your friend even thinking of you it, to it, there give you go, you that, there again. the hard drive. It keeps going. And so for, you, and can, for his, you can... And for his friend to then <laughs> give him the inf- that hard drive. Like... So it you can attribute mind. you discovering this new passion of yours to someone that you haven't even met before. <laughs> <laughs> but that's like that's that's what I mean. That's where that that being humble comes in yeah. because your success hasn't just been an isolated event no, that you I have would just never done. Never take full credit for it. And you, and but you can't take full credit for anything, anything. in life. Yeah, that's it. Because all, it all works together. Like I said, with this triangle, there's so much out of your control. There's mm. so much that you can't see. That has to happen perfectly in order for you to get somewhere. And if it doesn't happen, then you don't make it. Or it happens, it's just like, because ultimately it will happen. Mm. It will happen. But things will just happen perfectly in order to get you to where you want to go. And it's acknowledging that. Mm. And even the things that you aren't even consciously aware of that did happen. I'm sure there are so many things that happened outside of our, our vision. Yeah. That we're not even aware of that had to happen in order for us to move here. Yeah. You know, I feel it, like we're just going to keep f- figuring, oh, you finding can, things out. You can out go back to the place, the time that, that this house was built <laughs> to when this suburb was established. <laughs> you know, and you, you can continue going back and back and back. But it's just... And the people who lived here, the story of those that lived in this house. Mm. And where they were at the, exactly the point in time where they needed they needed to leave that we, and we came yep. in. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's what... 
keeps you humble. And I never really understood until like just really recently when people thanked God for their success. Mm. You know, every time I, I, I faith has never played a strong part role in my life really until very recently. Mm. And when I hear people, I don't know whether accepting an award or yeah. some kind of success God and they're, they're noteworthy or whatever. And, uh. you know, they thank God. I thank God for my success. Yeah. I'm like, Ugh, like you did it. Yeah. Like stop! Like what are you? What are you doing? This, what are you saying those things for? And now you get it. I get it. Yeah. I get it now because God has a, def- a meaning for me. Yeah. And I have faith now that things are happening. Mm. I'm just not aware of them. I and it's one okay. of the. It's. It w- would have been, like a very scary thing to do, to surrender control because I've said this plenty of times. I like to structure things. I like to plan things. Just a touch. Faith doesn't follow a plan it has a plan but it's um it changes <laughs> it's a plan that changes and that it's okay that it changes well faith is like it changes your plan it doesn't change the plan if you're getting somewhere there's no possible way that you can plan all the factors that you aren't even aware of mm. you can only plan what you can control i like to um every time you're drawn to having an outcome Every time you're drawn to something, to have it, to have an outcome of some sort, it's so funny how you really do have everything you need at that point in time, even if it is just faith or even if it is just a computer or even if it is just your phone Mm. or one book on your shelf that you need to read in order to get you to that outcome. It's amazing how every time I'm like, I need to go somewhere, what do I have? The first thing I said now when we plan anything and we go, okay, so I, this is our outcome. Yeah. All right, what do we have in order right now? What's the one step that we can take? What's the one thing that we can use that we've got to get us there? Yeah. And we usually have it. Nine, I'd say 10 out of 10 times. Yeah, you do. Yeah. You do. And it doesn't have to be, it's, it's just, it takes just your ability to, I guess, think outside the box a little bit because it doesn't have to be material. You don't necessarily have to have the material wealth or the material possessions Mm -mm. to get you somewhere. Maybe it's just an idea or a mindset or it could be just adjusting the way you think about something, Mm. using creativity a little bit to create something, create that first step. You know, it doesn't have to just be, I don't have the money to be able to do this. I don't have the space to be able to do this. Yeah. I don't have the people around me to do this. I don't have this and that and whatever. Yeah. I don't have the right technology or I don't have the, the the best phone or the best laptop or like we always think we need something better quality. Yeah. And it's like, like, look how we started with this podcast. We had a tiny lapel microphone and we sat on the couch. That's yeah. how we recorded our yeah. first episode. Our ep- first episode, yeah. It was, and it was an $80 lapel mic. Yeah. Yeah. And now we're sitting in a beautiful room in our spare room which i can't believe we didn't even think of sitting in because the second one we moved into the split room which is really echoey so that's why i think the the second or third episode is really echoey Mm, yeah because we were just trying to find where the right (laughs) space was and we've got nice we've got much nicer gear now and we've look how quickly we've upgraded it's weird because we i never thought even the whole time that we've been here we've never actually been financially abundant to the point where we're able to go and accumulate the things that we want so that we can produce something of good quality yeah (laughs) but it's just it's again it's just happened and it's not i'm not like boasting because by no means like again i'm not going to take credit for a lot of this stuff (laughs) we can't can't, though 
because those those opportunities came to us like we we were saving we had a business account or we just were putting money in and every time something business related whether that be podcast or a book that we wanted to learn from or whatever a topic that we were curious about we would get we would dig into that mm. into that amount yeah. into that account so you know, and we just happen to have that amount of money, the right amount of money yeah. for this microphone that we've got right now. And yeah. we're so grateful for it because, you know what, there's a lot of different settings on it that can allow us to maybe not get five different microphones. We don't need five different microphones, mm. you know, because yeah. the technology now is amazing. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Again, it's just a testament to how if you want to set your mind to something, you've got all you need, mm. like from our own personal experience. Yeah. Um, to to start that journey and just uh, put one foot in front of the other and you will be provided for every step of the way. And that's where, I guess, bringing this right back to where I was going at the start was, say, we're, we're operating on faith. Yeah. And the reason we're operating on faith right now is we've stepped outside of our comfort zone in that we're not, we're not exactly supported to live a comfortable life financially. We've got everything we could possibly need mm. in in the space that we're in. We do. Um, and we're really, really grateful and blessed for everything that we've, we have. Um, and that's come our way. That The opportunities that we've been able to utilize mm. and the things that have come our way. And, and now we're, we're just, we have to have faith that if we take a step towards you starting your career as a practitioner of theater, then Theta healing. If you, the the best way for us to do that right now is to come away from financial security. And that's beyond their control. And it would have been terrifying for me if it wasn't for the fact that I have faith that this is just what has to be part of the process because it's where we're at right now. Mm. And it's what feels the most right. I know. And I'm not scared. I'm not terrified it's not actually a, a difficult thing you know it's just it's so- actually really unusual and beautiful to kind of see the days unfold the way they have even since we made that decision and since we realized that we were completely off it <laughs> it the days uh like i found like okay i'm maybe i'm, I'm gonna be so stressed i'm gonna be so like busy we're gonna be non-stop we're gonna be this but there's an energy that's just being mm. like, you're ready. You don't need to be that busy. Yeah. You will be busy, but just enjoy this, what I'm giving you. Yeah. Just this moment, just this time that you've got, because it's like a preparation. It's like you're just preparing to go on stage. You know, you're putting your costume on, your makeup on. Yeah, like it's this kind of. I know I can only relate to that because I was on stage. No, but that's your kind of. It's kind of like that. It's just the preparation part of it before going out on stage. Yeah. And you know, I'm not going to be on a stage, but for me, that's just the um, the metaphor that I'm using. Yeah. No, definitely. Mm. Again, it's you could use that metaphor. You could attempt to use my bumbling triangle metaphor. <laughs> I feel like you will perfect it. Does it make? Did it somewhat make sense? I understand it. Okay. Oh. Well, I hope. That, I mean, if it if it doesn't make sense via podcast, via ears, <laughs> and not sight, <laughs> just just get stuck into me. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's um, it's been a. No, really... But I know what you mean because you keep putting your arms out and going to the yeah. you're pointing up 
to a point because yeah. that's your outcome and you've got all this all the stuff that's in the triangle mm. that that all has to happen in order to get there yeah you know yeah and that's and, what keeps you humble is just recognizing that yeah um and that's why but, it's, and you're okay also with what comes your way even yes. if it's because you don't know everything that's in the triangle right yeah I'm trying to make you feel better about it because it does make sense yeah for me anyway yeah but i'm sure you're going to perfect it and you'll well, I'll, I'll work on it off, <laughs> off recording and, and see if we can come up with something substantial. But if, hey, if maybe that's its polished form. Maybe that's as good as it's going to get. So maybe. if that is, you're welcome. So <laughs> I'll patent it. I can't take credit for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no. So that, I, I wanted to talk about that because it's been one of my big lessons of 2020 um, is learning like what faith is mm. because I mean I got introduced to it especially when I moved in with your family and and your family being religious and me yeah. never having been exposed to that environment before uh. and what God was and what faith was but it's like you know when you get taught something unless you find a way to genuinely apply it or experience it experience like bring it into your own experience it sure. doesn't really mean anything to you yeah and so someone can tell you something, but you're not going to take it on board because you're not ready to or open enough to actually incorporate it. It's like seeking to understand it mm. in a way as well. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's like if, if you're even, let's just say you as a, let's just say counselor because it's easier. Yeah. If you're going to provide a piece of advice for a person, mm. if they're not open not sure. to yeah. receiving yeah. that advice or they don't, they don't know how to incorporate that advice into their life, it's just going to ricochet and go somewhere else and yeah, they're just right. going to continue on oh, with it. Of course, of course. And so, for me, it was like when I was living in that environment, if I hadn't have lived in that environment, like if I had have just been, if you know, just come and see you when we date mm. and then go back to our separate homes yeah. and, you know, if I wasn't con- like continually exposed to that uh, environment and yeah. that philosophy and, and the spirituality with religion and stuff, mm. I wouldn't have come to, over time, understand it mm. in the way that I do now. Yeah. And been able to incorporate it into my own personal beliefs the way that I have been able to now. And that has definitely helped shape me, especially now that we've come away and we're on our own. Mm. We're doing our own things and learning our own stuff and incorporating it into our life how we see fit. If I didn't have that foundation, I wouldn't, I don't think I'd be where I am right now with it. Mm. And so I'm really grateful that I was able to experience that and have that real introduction to what faith is because you know how now how important it is now and i now actually like understand because i've experienced it life, yeah i truly do believe so mm. i truly do believe so it is it is something that i never realized how much faith i did have until i was focused on until like you were learning about it mm. i felt like i was relearning and yeah. remembering it re-remembering it yep. like kind of because i was i was living in that environment but that's all i've known uh, but i was it still wasn't my life i still wasn't applying a lot of the beliefs and because it was just around all the time so i wasn't really exposed to anything else and you're also too a bit too young though to actually understand how to bring it into your experience oh, I don't know. it's like again I like i said you just, told, it. I yeah. you just get told yeah you just get told sort of what to do yeah but as you were relearn when you were learning it i was relearning it but I, it was coming from a different point of view mm. which was nice because i i realized that i could actually choose how i could apply it spirituality god religion and everything that i grew up with for myself in a way that makes sense to me because it doesn't all make sense to me but and i don't know i don't believe in everything that that i grew up with but what i did was just that that guiding faith that 
God that... Not the essence. The essence of everything. And I have a better understanding of it. And I also have experienced it in ways that I've never thought I've experienced it. And this year was a, a massive one yeah. because that was just... I felt like I was just constantly in that essence. Yeah. And I was drawn to it. I was drawn to understand it. I was drawn to it. Yeah. And look, look now, I'm literally connecting with it every single day because that's what theta healing. Because that was like that was a they were coinciding processes for each of us as individuals. Mm. Because I wouldn't have been ready to accept faith because I was at that point where I had to do, I had to figure myself out. I needed to figure out who I was and what I held dear and what I wanted and didn't want to do and how I didn't want to be in my life yeah. because, you know, things happened family-wise and it ended up in me leaving my family home and that's when I moved in with your family and mm-hmm. it was really difficult and how I was able to um, reconcile a lot of the kind of chaos that was happening at that point was to go really deep within myself and read spiritual books and be exposed and ask questions to your parents about religion yeah. and what it meant to them and what the stories were and kind of what the metaphors were and yeah. listen to people talk philosophically about it and mm. that's what that because I was in that state already where I was exploring myself yeah that's why I was most ready to understand religion and faith well that's what I was about to say were that's all you kind of had left Everything Plus, else, like everything else was, was stripped away. Everything was, was stripped away and everything that was less left was your spirit. Therefore, possibly. spirituality was the only thing that could really... I think because I was learning about spirituality and I was learning like... because I was learning When I was reading like that? Eckhart Tolle, for example, yeah. he likens or he, he uses Bible verses at times mm. to like liken spirituality and re- religion to show you the similarities. What started um, you on that? reading Eckhart and that spiritual journey because uh, we were together we were together uh i'm trying to think well, it was it was a very emotionally tumultuous time with my family yeah, but, but i, I needed to that. figure i needed to figure a few things out i think it was before you went to india because you took the alchemist i read the alchemist that was probably the first spiritual genre was i reading book. them and then you were asking about it and got curious. I might have been curious. I I, I feel like it, it could... The seed might have been when I was like, I don't want to be an osteo. Mm-hmm. That might have been the seed where I'm like, there's something bigger than I need to learn about. And I need. And I started asking questions. Why don't I want to do that? What do I want to do instead? Who do I want to be even? And <laughs> maybe it was those seeds that started the process. That started the process of achieving some end. And mm-hmm. part of that process might have been a bit of a family breakdown. Mm-hmm. And then me having to move in with your family and then us moving in together. And, yeah. you know, it might have started a whole cascade of events. So I could have started from before that because yeah. I, I started, I did, yeah, I started reading Eckhart Tolle. That was when I was in India. This is when I was still living with mum and dad. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, no, that did actually start a little bit beforehand. And then that's probably why it really helped me. Uh, oh my gosh, I do remember now. I was reading. I was reading these things before when I was still living with Mum yeah, and Dad. I know you were. Yeah. Because I remember I was reading them, and then you started asking questions, and, and then you then picked up. Goodness, now, now I'm remembering this. That's hilarious. I haven't thought about it like this. I remember. I remember in your in your old bedroom. Because that's and what I was helped reading, me. I was doing. Uh, maybe I was studying mm. or something. Because it was early on. So yeah. when I was kind of just studying it, studying it. But I was also into all of that spiritual because my sister. And I think we I was asking about it, you about it. And you were asking me about it. And then we kept going. And then from then on, we went to bookshops. God, we're going to keep going back. 
gone back, back, back further. But I remember, like, one of the first conversations we had when we first met was because I'd, like I said, I had the... The, the first conversation the spirit, The spiritual upbringing, like, with the, the, the kind of the spiritual theories and stuff, um, which, yeah, I, I was, we were brought up with as kids. And so when, when I first met you and you were talking about meditating and, and seeing angels and spirit and yeah. energy and that sort of thing, I'm like, oh... Like that resonates with me a little bit because I've I've been brought up with this kind yeah. of information. So we connected on that. And then I think it was, yeah, not that long after, I think you were kind of going, because you did your drawing, you were doing your 100 days, 100 of, drawing. days of drawing. And did that sort of help bring you back to yourself after doing that? Yeah. Oh, that was definitely, yeah, it was the medita- meditative practice mm. that happened. And then I got more and more connected with my spirituality. Yeah. And then I started picking up those books again. And then, and I, then got I started curious, and I then think. you started asking me who's that? What's that about? Yeah. And then you read it after I finished and then That's right. We went to bookstores after that. That's so nearly true. Fortnightly. And then that's what actually having that foundation then when it did get really times did get really emotionally difficult because I was already had exposed myself to these ideas and this this philosophy. Uh, I was able to, I guess, stay as level-headed as I could, given the time, because mm. it was a big developmental and a big change period for me as well. That's too hard. So you know, there's you slip back into old patterns when you're trying to establish new ones, and it's not easy. It's With not practice. Just, yeah, it is. <laughs> it's not a seamless transition from one way of being into another way. No, you got to learn how to do it. And I'm still doing it. Yeah. Um, we don't but stop. That's what I think. That's actually what saved me in that. I could have gone into some kind of depression very easily. I really could have. I felt it, but it was actually because I was being exposed to these ideas. That's what got me through. Mm. And that kind of started me. That really, that opened me up then to to religion, to God and to faith. Mm. And then that enabled me, those ideas, then being having them in my scope mm. um, together with my spirituality and then the way that I just kind of look at things just mm. in general as me as a as a person, like me as Logan, how yeah. I look at things, um, <laughs> I figured out how to apply them and how to make it work in my life so that I didn't have to adjust or fit into um, someone else's mold. Yeah. Um, I made it work for me. And so that's kind of gotten me to where I am today with faith. And then ultimately this decision that we've made right now um, and where we're going. And I'm really grateful for that process. Mm. And it's funny how it, that sort of my process helped you with your process, yeah, and vice, and vice versa. versa. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Because I was like, I couldn't have quickened my process on my own. Mm. I needed your structured, st- structured mastery, <laughs> <laughs> so that I could not compete, but also learn about myself and how I can actually. I needed your logic. Because I didn't have logic. I was emotional. I was very emotional and creative. So there was never any structure. There was just like, there was pure blind, there was blind faith without knowing the outcome. Mm. If that makes sense. Because you get yeah. the structure is the outcome. You had faith that you were going somewhere, but, but you weren't no consciously idea. choosing anywhere to go in the no. first place. I just believed that I was being guided. Mm. And I could have continued that, but I wouldn't have grown spir- as spiritually, as powerfully as I have without you it wouldn't have happened this quickly because we started giving yourself we gave ourselves it's you don't over, like we're saying you don't overstructure but you give just enough structure yeah oh you need some sort of mm. structure you can't be you can't just dive 
dive into the ocean, dive into something head first without seeing the consequences, without seeing that there's sharks in the water. Yeah. You can't do that. You've got to be like, okay, well, you know what? There's sharks over there. But you know what? I can see that a little bit further down, There's that's where I want to get to. There's a bridge just here. And although it looks rickety, I can, I'm going to take that because, you know, like that's just another way yeah, to if go. The, if the bridge breaks, you'll end up, but you would have been in the water anyway. Well, yeah. But you know what I mean? Like yeah, it's, yeah. you still have to see, okay, yep, there's there, but there's our other options. Yeah, it's just assessing it's your been... options and then just getting some kind of like... Taking the risk. Knowing your risks. Pl- yeah. So this... Calculated new, risk. Calculated risks. Yeah. Because this is a risk mm. right now, but it doesn't feel dangerous in the sense that we're going to lose everything. Yeah. Because we know that we've still got a bit of a fallback. That's temporary. Yeah. But it doesn't doesn't scare us because we know that it's not this isn't a stupid this isn't a stupid decision. Yeah. There's some there's a there's something to it. There's an essence here that is with us mm. telling us to take this step. And that's like where you know when you know better you do better. Yeah. It's like you know, you, you talk about the, the triangle thing here. Like, I know that when you look in hindsight back at where we were and you go, look at all these things that had to happen, as we've been saying throughout this episode, mm. look at all these things that had to happen in order to get us to where we are right now. It's like when you can understand that and you can kind of turn that into some kind of like a law sort yeah. of thing. It's like at any given moment, there's all these things conspiring in your favor mm. where you just can't see them. Um you have when you, but when you look back in hindsight, you can identify what a lot of those things were. Sure. And then so bringing that theory, like because when you know better, you do better. Yeah. Bringing that into your current situation and going, I've just I can't see it. Yeah. I just have to have faith that they are there and that is what's happening. Yeah. Because you're gonna get to an endpoint, and then when you get to that endpoint that you've identified for yourself, then you'll be able to look back, and then you'll be able to identify a whole bunch of those yeah. other factors that you weren't mm. previously aware of. And it's part of why going... You don't grow, you don't learn. When you go with the flow, you stay stay peaceful. Mm. You stay, you know, calm and collected. And life isn't... It's not... It's fun... In the like, it's a roller. It's as fun as like a roller coaster is. (laughs) There's ups and downs, but you stay constant. Yeah. You don't. You don't fluctuate with what's happening around you. You just understand that what's happening around you is necessary. Yeah. And you're grateful that it's happening. It's it's all. It's all worth it, and it's all for something better. Mm. It just comes down to faith. Does. And it just it enhances and it does enrich your life. Well, as I'm sure this podcast, this episode has been part of a process of a chain of (laughs) podcasts. I'm very grateful um, to sit down and share this time with you because it's always an enlightening experience. It is. We learn more and we grow in every conversation that we have. Even though we've spoken about this before we have but not off, like this necessarily yeah but it's different it's different every time we sit down and talk yeah. we can't plan this because like we were just saying if you try and plan something you stop it from happening yeah the way you would like it to happen yeah. so we just accept that you know what today it's not the day because this happens and this happens and this has come up and this has come up <laughs> <laughs> but uh no this was a really really no, cool one to sit down and talk about because it's a big part of my 2020 oh yeah a big part of our 2020. Our 2020, yeah. It's definitely... Faith has been the driving force of this year. Yeah. And if it hasn't... If it hasn't changed anything yet, holy cow, <laughs> cannot wait 
to see what it's got it's in store for us. Cork exploding out of a out of a wine bottle. Oh my gosh, it's just bottle gonna, of champers. It's going to be amazing. Yeah, it already is amazing. So excited. This peace, this bliss that is just here. This being okay and knowing that we are held is such a beautiful. It's just a beautiful state to be in. Yeah, absolutely. Won't mm-hmm. talk to us in a month's time when it all falls through and we're flattening our ass up and we'll be back with their parents, then I'm sure we'll be saying the same So thing. we're recording from, <laughs> from my old bedroom yeah. my parents' place. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah, no, thank you for sitting down and sharing this time with me, Yush. Thank you, my love. Thanks for sharing your time with us. We hope you enjoyed the episode. If you have any thoughts regarding the conversation today or just want to get in touch and share your experience, we would love to hear from you. You can find us on Instagram at Logan and Yuja or send us an email at Logan and Yuja at gmail.com. Thank you for listening and until next time with infinite love.